The topic of bed bugs is another one of those subjects where there are many areas of overlap between medicine and the environment, and they cannot be separated. And maybe the best way to start things off would be to answer a few questions. So, are bed bugs really bugs? Yes, they are true insect bugs. So, are they parasites? And yes, that's the problem because bed bugs are parasites that must feed on blood to survive. They don't constantly feed on the human host, but rather they feed and then scurry off and go hide. They don't fly, they run because their small non-functional wings are really just vestigial, kind of like the human cossacks. So that's known as our tailbone and that's a vestigial from the days when mammals had tails and subsequently we have evolved from that time. Now, there is an exception to saying bed bugs don't fly. It should be acknowledged that some humans are prone to overachieving imagination, sometimes getting the not-so-bright idea to use a blow dryer to try and burn away their bed bugs, and that forced air will get them flying through your room. And that is one blow job you don't want to give, but these insects only fly with your help. Another question is, why don't they just live on our bodies? And the answer is that they actually don't like heat. So they won't stay on our skin, or hair for that matter, for long. Warm clothes close to the skin are just not their thing. They will happily travel on clothes you are no longer wearing, like those that you wore at the hotel and either threw on the bed, or through onto the floor. And some people who have had the bed bug experience, they learn to travel with sealable plastic bags that they put their laundry into. There is also some risk they will catch a ride on a backpack or a suitcase. And likewise, that used couch you decided would look good in your house could have bed bugs. However, it's unlikely you will transport them into your home on your actual body. And likewise, if your patient came up from the emergency room and now is in a gown and doesn't have their clothes or bag with them, even if they do have bed bug bites, they are unlikely to be carrying the bed bugs on them. Now, I can't give you 100% on that, but it's unlikely that they will have them on them. Nevertheless, you will notice in medicine that hospital employees will 100% of the time gown and glove before going into a room and when they are leaving a room, they will perform strict hand hygiene whenever they hear the words bed bugs or lice. I mean, it's pretty funny. I mean, resistant microorganisms that we can't see, but are actually much more deadly and the ones you really don't want to bring home, you know, more deadly than bed bugs by far, they don't bother us psychologically in the same way in the sense that they don't motivate us to always use barrier precaution and very strict hand hygiene, which we know just isn't 100% in hospitals. But I'm telling you, bed bugs and lice, I've never seen anybody that didn't use their barrier precautions and wash their hands leaving those rooms. Just doesn't happen. All right, so it's been said that you can't see bed bugs, and is that true? And no, that is a myth. These critters with six legs can be really small, and they can be hard to see, a juvenile may only be one and a half millimeters, while adults can actually grow up to seven millimeters. And the adults also change color 
after feeding on blood. So they can turn from brown to red after they snarf down your blood. The thing to keep in mind is that because they are very hard to see, most people don't see bed bugs unless they are searching hard for them. And since the skin reactions can be delayed by hours or several days, people are often surprised when a physician tells them they are considering the possibility of bed bugs as a cause of the skin reaction. And after that suggestion by a physician or a friend, at least in my experience, there is a rapid denial followed by embarrassment and possibly offense that you would even consider them to be a low-class dirty person. But do bed bugs prefer low-income people? Of course, bed bugs don't care a thing about net worth when it comes to a tasty blood meal. Now, W.C. Field said that a rich man is nothing but a poor man with money, and bed bugs do not differentiate people as long as they have blood to feed on. And yes, it is true that economically disadvantaged areas are more prone to having bed bugs, but five-star hotels, million-dollar homes and apartments, and first-class airline seats are far from immune to bed bugs. They have been known to quickly destroy a luxury hotel's reputation with online reviews when a room becomes infested and people write those reviews, and that is why the hotel industry is paying close attention to this topic. Now, call me negative, but I have been at some luxury hotels that have had some one-star families, if you know what I mean. Now, by that, I am not talking about income, but, you know, these cactus families where everyone's a prick and the kids have no hope. But despite some bad parenting throughout all levels of society, it is true that luxury living is not hit as hard as low-income living even if it is not a situation where luxury living is totally immune to bed bugs. There is no doubt that low-income housing and apartments are particularly getting hit the hardest by the resurgence of bed bugs in the United States and other areas of the world. Now, the important question, and I think I partly have answered this, is do bed bugs only live near beds? And no, sofas and upholstered chairs can also be areas where bed bugs live, among numerous possibilities besides beds. Now, of course, it must be noted that when bed bugs do meet on a mattress, they often get married in the spring. By the way, that joke will not make sense in a decade or two. I was just recently in a mattress store that said they no longer carry spring mattresses. And it sounds like the memory foam may be the future for all mattress production in a matter of years. A anyway, so bed bugs, they have survived well before the existence of beds and couches, and the name bed bugs is not a totally accurate description, and I apologize if the information I'm about to provide makes you want to avoid leaving your house, but this lecture is about providing information, so I'm dropping the knowledge here, even if ignorance really is bliss. Bed bugs have been found in movie theaters, buses, trains, hospitals, college campuses, office buildings, retail stores, and needless to say, there are not many places that are totally safe from being free from bed bugs.
So is any place really safe? I mean, are there places that bed bugs do not live? And yes, the places bed bugs are not likely to be found are bathrooms, kitchens, and garages. But let's remember that when we study things like medicine and biology, those sciences are never as accurate as, let's say, the science of physics. And physicists can tell you exactly where a planet will be years from now because the laws of physics are extremely accurate. That's the thing about atoms. Even though they make up everything, you can still trust them. The same can't be said for the biology and behavior patterns of things like bed bugs or humans. And I suppose if you have a mattress and someone sleeps out in the garage and there's all kinds of different scenarios that humans exist in, so I'm not giving you 100% that these areas are totally free of bed bugs, but really unlikely, particularly if you're looking for them in your own home or telling a patient to look for them in their home. All right, well, I think this may be a good place to stop before we get into the feedings and skin manifestations and more the medical side of bed bugs. So, hey, if you haven't left me a review in a while on iTunes or whatever site you are listening to this on, please go ahead and do that right now. Otherwise, this is Dr. Gil Perrot, and I will catch you on the next round. Adios, amigos.